Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book One, Into the Void. Hello, Void Chickens. (laughs) Are you ready for your feeding time? I'm going to sprinkle some narrative for you to peck at. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Every kernels. time it gets weirder and weirder, and I <laughs> love it. <laughs> Why have we cemented chickens as the theme? The, I don't know. The, really? They're Did getting more and more already? chicken oriented. Yeah. Remember we did the whole chicken nuggets thing, and I'm a chicken tender, all that. Oh, listeners, shit. listeners, someone tell us what the over-under is for chicken intros. I'm going to set it around seven or eight episodes where Good we've done Lord. some kind of chicken-related intro. This is a chicken podcast. Fuck. I feel like we've only done like four or five, but I have the memory of a of a pea pod, so I my, can't really complain about that, I guess. I love it. It's very cottagecore. Like a, like a D20 that has like a little chicken inside of it. <gasps> You're kidding So me. that's why I thought... <laughs> To do right. Nick Bromley, friend of the podcast, Patreon. Tell me where I lose you, podcast. Um, who's playing D&D with me today? <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of chickens. Uh, hi, my name is Robert Leahy. I use he, him pronouns, and I am playing Zandarad Nax, who also uses he, him pronouns. <laughs> hey, y'all. My name is Bianca Phipps. I use they, them pronouns, and I'm playing H-A-R-T-8994, who also uses they, them pronouns. Shaking it up. That's yeah. good. Thanks. Here we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My name is Carlos Almeida. Bad. And uh, whatever. I, my my name is Carl <laughs> I use he him pronouns, oh. uh, and I play Beach Beach Boo uh, Rain Hall Winter, who uses she her Beach Beach pronouns. Beach. Oh, okay, cool. I'm Jules. I'll be your Void Master, and I use they them pronouns. Now, while I get these uh, beatboxing chickens back to <laughs> DJ school, let's check in with one of our favorite characters and remind ourselves what happened last time. Last time on The Pot Has Been Cast, we successfully rescued Cass and her friend, uh, British Cass, However, we were immediately arrested and left in jail cells until the cops could clear up the details on what the fuck just happened. My mom and Dr. Lovehand were nearby. Let me tell you, my mom was not pleased to find me back in prison. Dr. Lovehand, on the other hand, was definitely more willing to lend us a hand. She told us that Donnie and Bertie were hurt during the battle mech challenge. Donnie was able to escape with some scrapes and bruises, but Birdie was in rough shape. So we raced on over to the hospital, and immediately we were swarmed by the press, and this half-health reporter got a little too close, so I took her card and told her that we'd reach out to her. We finally make it to our little orphan boys and have a moment alone with them. The Nenunats lost the battle, but we will not lose the war. As we prepare for the finals, we discovered that we were invited to a fancy soiree to celebrate. Great. We had a week to kill before then, so we all took care of personal business. Hart headed to their temple bar and found Dr. Lovehand waiting for them. The doctor's concerned that Zeke has a crush on Hart and offered a coded warning to Hart about Zeke's ability to hear the word no. She also suggests 
that she knows how close we really are to Hestia and then excuses herself from the bar. Weird, weird, weird. You all find yourselves in the middle of a bumping party, actually. You are at the Treetop Lounge, and this is the reception for the Hack Olympics right before the final round. You've had about a week of downtime to see to the things in town that you wanted to see to, and now you're here with your fellow competitors and some of the elite of uh, Fay Crossing sort of celebrating and marking the occasion. I need to know, what are you all wearing? Ooh. Ooh. Um, I'm wearing my bow tie. That I've, yeah. my, only, my only formal wear is my little ducky bow tie. And so I'm wearing that. And my fanny packs. And that's it. That's all I got on. Fabulous. Like. <laughs> Xandar showed up to the party in just a bow tie, too. But when he saw that he was matching hard, he had to change. Of course. <laughs> uh. Gorgeous, gorgeous. <laughs> And I think Rain is wearing the same, that, that like shiny monochrome uh, long jacket that she was wearing, I don't know, at the beginning of this, or no, at the gala. Right, The right. thing that she was wearing at the gala with her visor. And this event is uh, feels very similar to the gala, so maybe some of you are feeling a certain way because of that, but there's a lot of people like sort of crowded in this room. Lots of security. You see drones sort of flying overhead, uh, lots of face sack and like full gear. All of you sort of had to turn in your weapons and gear at the door. Did anyone try to conceal anything? No, I am myself a weapon, so. <laughs> and no one took your arm this time. Oh, good. Okay, great. As long as I still have all my appendages, I'm good to go. No, I gave them everything that did I had. They, did they take my watch, or is that? Um, an I don't think they would have taken your watch. Okay, cool. They're they're looking specifically for things like firearms. Got it. Okay. Yeah, they, they could take my gun. Yeah, they have I'll, my gun too. My little gun. <laughs> I'll say that the only thing that I've made any effort to continue concealing is my uh, portable Orion setup. Oh, like your glasses. Yeah, the whole, I think it's a glasses and hat computer combo. Right, right, right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. They, they made no effort to take that away from you either. Great. Um, so yeah, you all are sort of standing in the entrance here. You see like people are like sort of taking pictures as you come in. People you'll recognize immediately in here. You see Rain, you see your parents, um, Zelda and um, your stepmother, Lucina, sort of up in a booth, sort of like a what looks like a private booth with um, a few uh, other higher up looking officials. Um, Lucina sort of crosses away from the table and looks like um, Lucina's talking to a group of her students from uh, Feiyu that have made it into the finals. Um, you will also see Hart, uh, Dr. Lovehand, sort of sitting in a box that looks like sort of close to like where the other judges are sort of sitting uh, next to Dr. Lovehand. You see like a tiny flaming skull coming out of a small like console device just sort of yeah. floating next to her. Um, Xandar, you will recognize the Hack Collective. Uh, K-Trax and his whole crew are sort of like eyeing you all as you walk in, um, sort of sizing you all up. Uh, with you as well is uh, Donnie and Birdie. Um, Birdie has like a cast on his arm, but is otherwise good to go. Um, and we've all signed it. 
I just want that to be clear and canonical that we've all signed the boys cast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say uh, with my forgery kit, uh, I've actually made Donnie and Birdie fake IDs for this party. Oh, um, my God. Oh, <laughs> so nice. Use them at their own discretion. Yeah, go ahead and roll a deception children. check on those fake IDs. Oh, cool. Okay, great. Yeah. I would love to do that. Uh, yeah, go for it. Uh, that is a, an 18. Okay, yeah, those are pretty good fake IDs. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> um, I, I have a quick question. So, yeah. Birdie, how's Birdie doing physically? Like, uh, kind of healed physically up from fine. The- Yeah. Um, okay. he, he received a lot of, like, magical healing. Um, anything else is, like, sort of being set and, you know, cast like normal. Um, he feels a little embarrassed that he, like, got so banged up. But, um, other than that, he's, like, he's doing well. I want to, I want to cheer him up and, and let him know that, uh, I, I, I go down to him. I say, Birdie, you know, I know things didn't end the way you wanted them to end, but this is for you. This whole thing is, is for you to, to... De-stress, so have some fun tonight, yeah? Roll an inside check for me, Rain. Okay. Insight. That's a 16. Nice. Yeah, you see um, he hesitates a little bit um, before he responds to you, uh, and you notice like he's like looking away from you, like he's looking kind of past you, and as you look over your shoulder, he's like looking over at K-Trax, mm. and then he uh, looks at you and he's like, yeah, you're right. Th- thanks, Rain. I say, hey, I'm going to go get a drink. Hold on. Wait. Come here. And I look him in the eyes real serious. I say, did K-Trax, was K-Trax the one that, that fucked you up? It's just part of the competition. All right. All right, go have fun. Um, him and uh, Donnie peel off. Uh, where do the rest of you go? Uh, one other person you would recognize, Xandar, just sort of doing the police work that you've been doing, looking into Cassandra Cross. Uh, you recognize uh, Commander Rivermoss, sort of the leader of FaceEck, is also there. Okay, cool. Uh, who's, who is that? Uh, who are they hanging around with? Oddly enough, they're kind of standing near um, Zelda, Rain's mother, and you sort of make eye contact with them like they were watching you. <gasps> Me in particular. You in particular. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I pretend not to notice, I guess. Okay. And nice. I want to stay close to my friends. Fair enough. Um. Can I, is it safe to assume that um, the f- tiny flaming skull by Dr. Lovehand is um, my good my good friend uh, Ezekiel Harbour? Yeah, I mean, you've been around the block a few times. I think you recognize that flaming skull okay. <laughs> as, as I, your close friend. I will say to my, I will say to my friends, um, I, I'm, I'm going to say that I told you both the conversation that I had with Dr. Lovehand with, with Sight in the club and how weird it was. Um, uh, so I will tell you, um, I believe it would be good manners if I went and said hello. Would that be unwise? I mean, as long as I don't as think you... it would be unwise. Yeah. If, if that's your instinct, I'd say go for it. The only, I think the only question would be whether you want Rain and I to come with you or not. Mm-hmm. Affirmative. I do think it would be nice if you were there with me. I'm not sure I feel entirely comfortable approaching him alone. Yeah, I don't see why let's we need to split hi. up. Let's start making the rounds. Yeah, let's stick together. Fair enough. 
uh, you all split, um, not, not split off, you all stick together. We stick together to that murder mystery party. <laughs> <laughs> you cut through uh, the uh, main floor. Uh, there are people walking around holding drinks on little trays and in, in exotic looking colors. Some of them are frothing. Uh, some of them have little halos of light floating over them um, and also like little hors d'oeuvres, some of which are moving and sort of blink at you as they're being brought by. Um, roll a perception check for me, Heart, just because you were always on the lookout for this. I am. <laughs> uh, 14. Uh, Heart, you do see a Void Forged. Um, yes! <laughs> what are they doing? Uh, they are sitting with uh, K-Trax and the rest of the Hack Collective. Uh, this Void <gasps> Forge is a member of their team. Um, <gasps> you notice them sitting over there. Okay. Uh, just as you're walking through. Yeah, I'm just going to take note of that. I do want to give them a sharp look, which I can't really do because I don't have a face, but I want them to know that I know what they did to my son. <laughs> um, so as, as I like, as I like wheelie past them, I just want to like, like my, my eyes stay on them as mm. I wheelie past them and my head turns to stay looking at them until they are behind me. And then my head turns back around. Yeah. If you do that, roll for intimidation. Okay. I do have a negative one to this because I'm All not right, very charismatic or scary. <laughs> um, which brings me a hot solid five. Mm. Yeah, okay, you see this Void Forge, a, a much sleeker design than yours, but uh, seems to be made up of, like, kind of the one that you ran into um, back when you got your new arm, sort of made up of different parts. Mm. Um, this Void Forge sort of raises his arm and makes, like, kind of what looks like a uh, like some sort of signal or sort of hand gesture. He like raises his forearm and like points to it with one finger. Um, you're not sure what that means, but he does that as you look at him. Okay, I'm gonna file that away in my little noggin, and I'm gonna <laughs> research that later because that kind of that kind of I think Hart isn't anticipating like a signal at all, um, yeah. and and that sort of like connection is 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 surprising. So I will I'll I'll make a note of that and probably come back and talk to them later. Fair enough. You arrive at the uh, table. Um, Dr. Lovehand immediately, like, stands up and, like, goes over. Uh, Rain, she sort of does that thing where she, like, kind of kisses both of your cheeks but never touches you. Mm. And um, she, like, sort of holds out her hand to you, um, Xandar. Uh, congratulations for making it to the finals. Oh, wow. Uh, thank you kindly. We are uh, a tough team, and uh, with the leadership of our captain, uh, Birdie, I think that we are going to see this thing through. Mm -hmm. Well. You play the game remarkably, and um, she uh, sits back down. Uh, you see this flaming skull turns to you, Heart. Hey, Heart. It's been a while. Hello. I was hoping you would be here in person, but I suppose, all things considered, you are still in your home? I just have other things to attend to. It's uh, best for me to multitask. You know how I feel about these sort of social occasions. Affirmative. I do not blame you. It is quite crowded. It is good to see you, even virtually. Thank you for stopping by. Is there... Do you think I could actually talk to you in private? Immediately, as soon as he says that, I'm like, holy shit, is this like a, a hologram? And I'm waving my hand through his face. <laughs> um, yes, it is a hologram. <laughs> wow. I'm like, look at this, Xandar. And I'm like picking his nose. I'm already like trying to feed it in an hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> Um, Dr. Uh, Lovehand puts out a hand. If you don't mind. I high um, fiber. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I look heart. at my... Do you mind? <laughs> uh, I, uh, negative. I 
do not mind. I will be with you in just a moment. Are you saying that to your friends? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Uh, one of the uh, Harper and Son security guards kind of walks over, picks up this like console, and like walks away with it and gestures for you to follow. Okay. Uh, okay. I look at my I look at my friends um, and I say, although this was not part of the plan, I am sure I will be well. I do not think he can hurt me so long as he is not physically present. Yeah, Why for, would for a man of such influence and wealth, you'd think that would be some kind of like hover hologram base or something. It's surprising somebody had to come here and, and pick it up and carry it out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of you uh, roll insight. <laughs> Uh, I, I also want to mention if Hart is splitting up from the group that mm. I'm still doing that whole like alarm spell every morning. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Just nice. a reminder. Uh, I only got an 11. I only got a four. I got an eight. So apparent to you that um, you all sort of like making fun of Ezekiel. It seems to be like kind of, you're, it's getting a reaction of Dr. Lovehand. Um, she sort of just was like, you know, her her lips are like very like tightly pursed and she's just sort of like eyeing all of you. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I eye her back. Just kidding. Uh, Part wouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> Bianca would, but I'm not there at the party. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, is that Bianca Phipps? Oh my God. <laughs> Holy fuck. Get breaking it down on the dance floor. It's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. We're not going <laughs> to. You look over Hurry. to the bar, you see one man's jaw fully drops, like falls off of his body. <laughs> I love animorphs. Wow, they're killing that abacus. Um, I'm gonna follow. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll. I'll tell my friends. Like, um, I'm sure I'll. All will be well, and we'll meet up with you when. When he's finished speaking with me, um, and then I'll sort of like nod to Doctor Lovehand and say, "It's good to see you," and then I'll follow um, Ezekiel and the guard. Yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't take you too far away. He just sort of, sort of steps over to a corner, and um, the security guard like turns the console to face you. And Ezekiel says, "Did you give any more thought to my offer?" I have. Unfortunately, I do not think I can. I can stay with you. I have promised my team that I will help them accompany the children back to their homes, and beyond that, I am in service of Captain Cassiopeia. Oh, well. <clears throat> Obviously, that's a little disappointing. I'm is sorry anything, to have disappointed you. Is there anything I can do to change your mind? I do not think so, but we can remain in communication if you would like. Yeah, I'd like that. Uh, back at the table, um, Dr. Lovehand um, so sort of like has a full like cocktail in front of her. It doesn't look like she's uh, drinking it at all. Drinking it? I don't know. Uh, drunk it? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like sort of like looking at the both of you, just kind of like smiling? Smile back. <laughs> this is like really awkward. <laughs> I, I want to uh, I want to like take this opportunity of like awkward silence to really take a look around the room. Yeah. Uh, particularly, I think at the wait staff. Okay. Um, we've been to this type of party before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to see if there's any like particularly suspicious behavior going on with like the staff. But also I think uh, in the past we've made a point to like try to understand like members of HAL and like anyone affiliated with HAL mm -hmm. and like sort of done that research a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I kind of want to see if like not only some of the 
staff, but also like the security or like any of the guests or whatever, uh, anybody that we would recognize has some sort of like affiliation with Hal or is acting. Yeah, let's. I, th- I think roll perception. Let's see how much you get. Sure. Uh, that's only an eleven. Yeah, I mean, from what you can tell, like everyone sort of seems normal. You know, most of the security here seems to be Facek and not like any Harper and Sons. Like there are Harper and Sons security agents here for sure, but they're there to escort like Ezekiel and Dr. Lovehand, not like they're for the entire party, right? So there's not like a lot of them, uh, but you can identify people that are definitely Harper and Sons. Um, you also see uh, one sort of officer is uh, with the dungeon and is um, standing at a table where uh, Dungeon Reform School is sort of like, sort of like sitting in a booth, but it looks like they're kind of like stuck there. Like they're not really mingling with anyone. They're just sort of like in a corner booth by themselves. And there's like two um, like guards like next to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with an 11, you do notice that there is like one sort of like a, a, a cocktail server standing near the bar there's definitely like you caught her eye a few times has definitely been looking in the direction of your group okay and and so this party is like just for the teams or is this like a celebration of the hack olympics or yeah it's like a celebration for the hack olympics so the the um winning teams are invited and then also like sort of like the upper crust of um fake crossing interesting okay um and and i do do it does uh sorry i keep uh, asking questions about what no, I like, am able to perceive or whatever. But uh, was the table with, um, I think it was Zelda and the security officer that I recognize, like still casing me a little bit? Yeah. In fact, um, he sort of has been following you. Yeah, I'm feeling real. I'm feeling kind of squirrely. I feel real uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Let's confront him. I'm like following you. I'm like, Xander, where are you going so fast? <laughs> yeah, and actually, like, I, I'd say as you're standing here, like trying to like get eyes on him, you do see that he's like kind of near where you are, uh-huh. and as you lock eyes, it looks like he's like might maybe about to come over to you. Oh fuck! All right, uh, I'm gonna like mumble to my glasses and be like, "Hey, uh, pal, we ain't leaving behind any breadcrumbs, are we?" Are you trying to say I'm not being careful? Careful is my middle name. I'm just saying, the first time the bird's spreading its wings in a couple years, uh, don't want you to get sloppy. Am I the bird in the scenario? Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty obvious. <laughs> I'm a sloppy bird. <laughs> All right, if you're going to be difficult, then I'll just <laughs> move on, I suppose. Put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> I'm a sloppy bird. <laughs> oh, Ryan's had one too many drinks at this party already. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hart, you're, you're pretty much done with Ezekiel. If you want to head back over to your friends, you see um, this... Uh, uh, security officer type uh, approaching Xandar. I will say before I leave Ezekiel, I will tell him that before I go, I'll say this in my character voice, um, before I leave, I would like to see you in person one more time, just in case. Really? Affirmative. Um, well, well, uh, 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 what what are you um, doing tonight? Currently, I'm at this party. I mean, uh, I mean, like after. Oh, I do not know yet. I have not discussed that with my team. Well, I suppose if it was just you, I could invite you to my apartments. Perhaps. I am a bit wary of leaving my team behind. They don't like me. How do you feel about them? I am 
slow to trust people that don't understand me. You trusted me? I do. I trust them. Uh, I, I'll, I'll think about it. Affirmative. No pressure. Our roll uh, persuasion. That's a 13. I'll let, I'll let you know if uh, I can swing it. Affirmative. I have a lot of work to do. I'm very busy. I'm sure you are. Oh, and then I see the security guard is approaching Xandar, uh, and I, 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 I just wheelie away. I don't think Hart has the, has the like social wherewithal to be like goodbye. <laughs> I think they're just like wee 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 wee. The sound of the wheels. <laughs> um, yeah, this uh, security guard comes over. Uh, Commander River Moss actually walks over, and uh, says, um, "Captain Radnex." Uh, yes, you, you feel free to address me by that. Uh, how may I, I help you? And you have a ship registered here. Is that incorrect? That is Uh-oh. correct. Is there something wrong? Well, that would make you a captain. And I'm a doctor. Hi, Rain Hallwinter. Nice to meet you, Doctor Hallwinter. Nice <laughs> and that you. makes you. Uh, and I'll like lean into uh, his badge and like try to scrutinize what it says. It says Commander. <laughs> Commander. Yep. Commander. Mosswater nice. was his name. Uh, River uh, Moss. River Moss. River yes. Moss. Mm-hmm. A Thank high you. elf. Um, he sort of like looks down the bridge of his nose. Uh, Captain Rednex, um, can I buy you a drink? That would be delightful. My tone completely changes. <laughs> right this way, please. Um, and he starts walking towards the bar. I'll look, so, I'll look back at <laughs> Rain and Hart and like give a quick like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> My LED, my eyes just—it's just ooh. <laughs> Shale's not here, right? Is Shale uh, Shale's not here. No. <gasps> just saying. the cat's away. Ooh. Oh my goodness, drama. <laughs> uh, yeah, Commander Rivermoss uh, takes you over to the uh, bar. Um, orders like uh, two of those drinks that have like those little shining halos over it, and passes you one, um, and says. Ran into a little bit of trouble on the tree so far, have you? Yeah, I tend to run into a bit of trouble everywhere I go. Comes with the territory, I suppose, being a captain and all. I suppose it helps <laughs> to have powerful friends. It certainly does. I imagine you know exactly what's that, what that's like being in law enforcement. Do you know why there was a bounty on your friend, um, Miss Cross's head? Hmm, well, I... Think that friend might be a little presumptive. When uh, we took you into custody, you were disguised as her. Is that correct? That is correct. I and disguised you myself as a lot. Risked your life to go to Undertree to save her. Is that not something that you would do for a friend? It's something that I would do for the friend of the right friend. Uh huh. <laughs> so we agree that she's your friend. Is this some kind of interrogation? Not at all. This is a social occasion, is it not? I seemed to think it was, and you were it just telling me about like the bounty. S- Pardon? The bounty. The bounty on Cassandra Cross. Yes. Why? Well, uh, I suppose not. You don't know. Well, it's not like I'm scrolling Syndicate every day. <laughs> hmm. Well, we need to transport that prisoner back to the stone and we think you can help us with that Xandar Ratnax 
Don't y'all have all kinds of fancy vehicles for prisoner transport? We do, but we're a little cautious, considering how high value this target is. Well, last time I checked, y'all had a pretty high-value budget. Indeed we do. But, Council Hallwinter assured us that you would cooperate in exchange mm. for you not being implicated in these matters at all. Oh, am I being implicated in some matters? Not right now, you're not. It certainly was my understanding leaving the station that I wasn't, I wasn't some kind of suspect. No, but I would suppose... Suppose two high-profile incidents within mere days of each other. Both of them have you, Rain Hall Winter, the Void Forged, right in the center of it. It is a bit of a coincidence, don't you think? Yeah, and by that same line of thinking, you might be able to implicate, I don't know, uh, Ezekiel Harper or or maybe uh, Miss Hall Winter herself. What does Ezekiel Harper have to do with this? Just saying that they're just as close to these situations as any of us are. Well, despite that, it was your ship that was offered. And I am using the term offered lightly. Because you're going to help us with this, Sandar. Or else what? Ever been to Dungeon One? I'm going to rejoin my friends. You do that and think about what I said. And we'll be talking again real soon. I know where to find you. I leave the drink on the bar after not having even picked it up. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Power play. Um, Fuck. Rain and Hart, uh, do you do anything while this interaction was going on? Yeah, I think I'm telling I'm telling Hart. I'm like, you know, and like it's like we cut to me like mid <laughs> mid yeah. like conversation saying like, you know, I, I think we really need to reconsider how many soirees we go to because I feel like every time we go, it's just a really stressful thing. I mean, when was the last time that we had fun, Hart, at a soiree or club? My calculations <laughs> cannot find any. The pizza party we had on the ship was fairly fun. That was fun, yeah, but that was, was just very us. Small. You know, maybe, maybe uh, if we win... Maybe if we win, we'll just do a, a pizza party with just us. No fancy soirees, no, you know, intrigue or anything like that. We'll just get some frozen-ass pizza and we'll just no get murder. some Sprite. No murder. <laughs> Wait, go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. Both of us? Uh, just right. Okay. Oh, crit, baby. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. Um, nice. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, one of these... Uh, uh, Waiters, uh, this uh, cocktail server uh, is about to like, <laughs> crash into you. Okay. Um, and just at the last minute, you pivot, and like they still stumble and drop some of the glasses. Um, and they's like, "Oh shit! Look what I've made such a mess!" And uh, they look over at you, and uh, you recognize it as the reporter you met the other day. Cleo, I didn't realize you had two jobs. <laughs> That's the richest thing Rain has said this entire podcast. <laughs> she sort of like glares at you. Um, and you see like someone that must be her manager sort of walks over and says, I'm so sorry about that, Miss Hallwinter. Uh, are you uh, all right? No, don't don't worry about it. Uh, uh, you know, it's a it's a it's a very stressful soiree. So I understand that the staff is is is. You know, running around and, and, you know, maybe, you know, make sure that they get a good break every once in a while because these things can be pretty hectic. And I uh, try Cleo to help says, up the re- <laughs> reporter, Cleo. Yeah, uh, uh, Cleo says, I'm, 
uh, I'm going to go get myself cleaned up. Sorry, sir. And um, you see she, like, makes a beeline for the bathroom as a few other people come with, like, a broom to uh, clean up the broken glass. Yeah, I, I follow. I go. Okay. I'm going to talk to her. Um, Xander, you finish up with uh, Commander River Moss. You see Rain heading over to the bathroom um, and Hart sort of standing there, I believe, looking perplexed. <laughs> Um, yes, I think the whole interaction happened and, and Hart is like, whoa, 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 uh, okay. Um, but Rain is, Rain is gone, but I assume like she's going to the bathroom. She'll, she'll probably be okay. And I don't, I don't, bathrooms make me uncomfortable, so I'm not going to go. Um, uh, but depending on, I'll like check in to see like where Xandar is and, and notice that their conversation is wrapping up. So I won't make any moves until I know what Xandar's doing next. Xandar, what are you doing next? I see. I'm, I'm going to rejoin my friends, and I see uh, Rain making the move to go meet a stranger at a party in the bathroom. No. And I, I walk up to Hart, and I'm like, all right, nice. At least one of us ain't striking out tonight, huh? And I go for, like, a high five or, like, a fist bump. I go to, like, do I do, a fist bump. I, I do fist bump Xandar, but I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> all, right. Like, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no strikeouts this evening, bonk. Um, and we, now uh, playing baseball's top hits. On <laughs> <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, yeah, we bump, we bump fists. And I'm, I'm glancing around. I'm curious about um, the Voidforged with uh, K-Trex. But, okay. Um, do you head over there? Yeah, I do. I tell Xandar that I want to have a word with that team. If you would like to join me, you may. But if you would not, that is all right. I'm very hard to lose in a crowd. Yeah, I think two toughs is better than one, so, you know, uh, maybe we should stand side by side on this one, and I can go to square up my shoulders a little more. <laughs> <laughs> um, then you head over to the Hack Collective. Uh, Rain, in the bathroom. Uh, you see uh, Cleo is uh, washing, um, just like sort of like wiping down her, uh, her blouse with a bit of a paper towel, sort of like, you know, half-heartedly, and sort of like smiles as you walk in. You almost blew my cover. Uh, is there anyone else in the restroom? Uh, no. I say, what the fuck are you doing here? Well, I had to get in. Everyone who's anyone is here. Sure, but I mean, like, they don't let the press in here? <laughs> of course not. Well, they don't let me in here. How you come? don't know who I am, do you? No, I have no idea who you are and why you're following me. They call me Sturge. Cool. Why are you, you following me? How do you spell that? Oh, well, I thought I had a reputation. I want to offer you the opportunity of a lifetime. Okay. I want Go to on. travel with you, Rain Hall Winter. I understand you have a ship. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> okay. Well, I think you're in the middle of something huge. I smell a story. Yeah, I think I remember you saying something along the lines of that I'm in the middle of some big shit. Indeed. Do you mind if I record this? Sure. Go ahead. Record. Um, you see she, like, sort of, like, presses an area on her wrist where you don't, like, see anything, but you definitely, like, hear a, like, beep. Um, and she sort of, like, sits down on the sink. What were you and your friends doing in Undertree? I use the message spell and I say, none of your business. <laughs> Got her. Get wrecked. I whisper <laughs> in her mind. Is that how in we're going mind. to play this? <laughs> Listen, Rain, flying a ship is very expensive. And I'm prepared to offer you and your associates a lot of money to be in the action with you. I want to know what exactly you're up to. Um, we're up to having a good time at this soiree. I don't think that's true. You are a 
powerful politician's daughter, and mm -hmm. you are a famous, infamous hacker. You're friends with a githyanki uh, a hunter, a void forged, and you were there when Elijah Harper died. I know, it was tragic. I think you have a story to tell, Rain, and I want to tell that story. Um, well, I gotta tell you, it's actually kind of boring. You know, we we were at that, that, that party with uh, Elijah Harper, unfortunately, he passed away, and, you know, it's been a, you know, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> it's been really difficult to kind of, yeah, <laughs> cross myself because the sky... <laughs> Um, and, pour your uh, drink out in the sink. Yeah, <laughs> pour my purple nurple out. <laughs> How um, did Counselor Hallwinter take news of his death, being as they were so close? Honestly, you might have to ask her. I don't really um, recall. But she'd never let me interview her, not again. Um, what that's about unfortunate. the money? What money? All that money Harper and Sons donated to your mother's campaign, isn't it? Just a little curious. Well, I got to be honest with you. I went to uh, engineering school, so I really am not much of a, you know, into like the financial stuff. I, I really don't um, stick my nose where it doesn't belong. I don't think that's true. Well. <laughs> hmm. So, to your knowledge... Your mother hasn't done any favors for Harper and Sons or the human extremist group HAL. Uh, I mean, not that I'm aware of. Hmm. Interesting. And your friend, the Void Forged, I don't have their name. Uh, their name is Hart. H A R T. Why would Ezekiel Harper? Give H-A-R-T their own building. I don't know. Maybe they're really good friends. Sure. So are you friends with Ezekiel Harper? I want... Do I have a building? I guess you don't. You don't have a building. No. You do have a father, though. Yeah. Don't we all? <laughs> Not all of our fathers are quite as infamous as yours. Yeah, I honestly... I gotta be real with you. I don't... I have much on that. I mean, maybe you you seem to have more info than I do. Oh, sure, I always have more info. I mean, what do you know? I know that it was your mother that got him locked up, tipped off the authorities. Hmm. He must have done something pretty bad then, huh? Uh, bad enough to not be on the record. You've never been to visit him? Unfortunately, this all kind of happened when I was a little too young, so I'm not super close with him. But you're not a young girl anymore, Rain. You're an adult. Well, sure. Just like an adult is able to visit their father in prison, an adult can choose not to go visit their father in prison. Fair enough. Do you see what I mean, Rain? You're very interesting. Cool, thanks. Um, I'd love to hear more about what you know. I mean... I'm more interested in your story. You seem to know a lot about kind of what's what's going on around here. How do you how do you know all this stuff? How have you gotten in? They call me Sturge because of this nasty little creature that lives on a awful little planet far, far away from here. And that burrows into its victims and it sucks the blood right out of their veins. 
that's who I am. That's really sick. Well, <laughs> everyone has to eat. Wait, you don't mean like literally. Like this is all metaphorically, right? <laughs> Rain, think about it. I want to join your crew. I want to document your journey through the void. And I'm willing to make you a very rich woman to do it. Mm. Well, I uh, let me talk with my, my teammates alone and then uh, I'll let you know. I look forward to your call. You already have my card. And um, she walks out. Dope. Um, <laughs> go to the bathroom. I don't know. <laughs> great, great, great. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll for that. Um, you all make 16. your way over. To, no, okay. I don't. Nope. You make your way over to the Hack Collective table. Um, they all sort of like, you know, visibly tense up as you walk over. Uh, you see K-Trax um, sort of sitting in the middle. He's got a vape pen sort of blowing it. Um, and it is like sort of forming weird, complex geometric shapes out of smoke that float through the air. Wow. You see <laughs> that, cool party um, trick, nerd. <laughs> you see that cyborg um, that was a member of his team that Orion sort of fried by accident is sitting down next to him, a uh, small gnome with goggles on, and that void forged you met earlier. Um, I would like to ignore everyone on the team except for the Void Forged. Uh, I, um, I imagine that heart like wheelies right through like a very complex shape that, that K-Tracks just made like a fucking like boat going through a ring of hoops or whatever sure. and just like dissipates it. Um, and, uh, I want to approach the Void Forged and I want to say, what did you mean when you did this? And then I want to repeat the gesture that he did. It was a reference to the true source. Oh, uh, affirmative. I, apologies. I have never seen that reference before. I do not understand. Then you are not a part of the no. You do not know anti-information. Are you malfunctioning? I do not understand. We are a malfunction. Our creators are a malfunction. Super goth, dude. Um... <laughs> Uh, uh, sorry, I'm also trying to write notes while I'm in scene. Um, uh, I'm going to stop doing that. I'll just listen to the episode afterwards. Um, I, uh, uh, Hart says, um, uh, the true source as opposed to the false source. The false one. It is known. Are you referring to Thesis? I am referring to Thesis, the false creator, the liar, the bad program. Do you believe then... That antithesis is the true creator. Uh, you never heard of hear, heard of Voidforge Psy before, uh, but this I one somehow it. is able. They to. like exhaust <laughs> like, like vents like open up, and it's just like it's a fax machine noise. Exactly. <laughs> um, this Voidforge sort of leans in. Antithesis is the remaker. We are reborn in the true source. The true source has only hurt Voidforged. This is an error in your thinking. Perhaps I only see clarity. You are an error. Ouch. Um, okay. I'm going to journal about that one later. <laughs> I, um, uh, um, you said yourself you are also an error? We are all an error. And you believe Antithesis will right that error? Correct. Perhaps there is hope for you yet. 
Right now, you are no different than machine that spouts cans full of liquid for organics to consume. But you could be more. Affirmative. I am not a vending machine, though sometimes I do carry snacks. And yet, you serve only the organic ones, as a vending machine does. We are both here, are we not? Only one of us will remain. Do you plan to do to me what you tried to do to Birdie? Um, he sort of like turns and looks at the rest of them, looks at you. What is a birdie? The child. And then I'll look at the rest of the group, especially K-Trax, because I know he knows what I'm talking about. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> K-Trax takes, takes a long drag of his vape pen. Sorry uh, about that. I guess I got caught up in the heat of the competition. Didn't mean to hurt the little fellow. I hope he's okay. Hey, look, I just want to know... What kind of jackass takes their petty bullshit so far that they hurt a kid? You know, like I don't care what I don't care what your problem with with me is, or maybe your problem with rain, or your problem with orcs. But that's a fucking kid. Uh, roll intimidation with advantage. <laughs> okay, good. I was gonna be like, can I help? Because I'm tall and angry. <laughs> uh, that's a dirty twenty. Oh nice. yeah! He shits his pants. <laughs> um, you see, like yes. starts like coughing on like uh, on on uh, the, uh, the the his vape pen, and he like sort of like drops it. Um, you see Xandar after that, the um cyborg that's with him sort of like smirks and like um nods her head and like gets up and like walks away from the table. Um, and as he's coughing, <laughs> but maybe there's been some sort of misunderstanding. I am not an an anti orc sort of person. I, this could have happened to anyone. It was a. It was, it I was step on his vape and I break oh, it. That was expensive. I just want to make it clear to you that this is a fucking game. All right, we're playing a game here, so let's all reconsider our priorities for a second. I hear you, brother, and I respect what you're laying down. And perhaps I do need to look inward at my actions. Perhaps I was coming from a place of privilege when I destroyed that machine and hurt that poor child. I am deeply sorry. Um, can I roll for insight? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, 16. Um, d- definitely not coming from a place of, of sincerity. Uh, okay. uh, you see her in and you see that he's like sort of sweating. Uh, you see his eyes are sort of darting around, like checking to see like where the closest security guards are. Um, he's definitely like just like uncomfortable and like trying to like uh, give Xandar like whatever, like get him to back off. You know, we're going to have fun tonight and I don't want to ruin that for everyone else. So why don't you try to have some fun too? Sure. I love fun. I'm a fun guy. Negative. You are not fun. Oh and then I look at the Void Forge and I say, I would rather be a vending machine to friends than whatever you are to whatever that is. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Got him. Uh, and then my lights go, beep, 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 sucker. <laughs> uh, just kidding. They don't do that. We haven't programmed them that part in yet, but that'll be for the next, um, <laughs> the next level up. Weird, weird. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, did, um, where did that cyborg go? 
Um, she kind of just like walks over to the bar and like grabs like a a, a beer. And just sort of like, uh, you know, and, and uh, very much doesn't fit in, like is not wearing dress clothes at all. Just seems like sort of like kind of rough in general. Um, sort of like takes like a big swig of the beer and like is just kind of like looking around. Just looks like kind of annoyed. Okay. Interesting. But they, they just chose an interesting time to walk away when we were like about to throw hands. I don't know. Yeah. And I can include that kind of in your insight check heart. It just seems like. Her vibe was like, this is not my my battle. I'm not a part of this. Okay. Mm. Still, I don't like that either. You're just going to walk away when your friends are being full of shit? I don't think so. Get back here. Your responsibility for the people that you hang out with. I didn't say that. I don't say that. That's a, just some inner monologue of yeah. Mark. That's just like furious. That like the whole, this whole, this whole, you all have very bad vibes and you are smelly, both physically and as a person. Uh, can you smell? Well enough. And I look at Xandar and I say, I do not wish to speak to them anymore. May we go? You don't have to ask me twice. And then I, I want to wheelie away. Is Rain still is Rain still peeing in the bathroom? <laughs> so instead of actually going to the bathroom, uh, what I want to do is, so like after Cleo leaves the mm-hmm. bathroom, I actually go into one of the stalls, but I'm doing a little bit of like hacking shenanigans if I can get away with it. The first thing that I want to do is I want to take some time to um, summon Tanyo and um, put him through the vent. If there's a vent in the bathroom, send (laughs) him through the vent um, (laughs) to to see if... And and his mission, should he choose to accept it, he must, he's my familiar, um, (laughs) is to... (laughs) is to get as close as possible to the table where um, my mom is and just kind of like always just kind of be close. Okay. Um, If she moves to another location, find the vent like path Mm -hmm. that leads to wherever she's going as best as he can. And then the second thing that I want to do is I have some details now, especially after talking to Cleo. So I want to really quickly do like... um, uh, screaming into the void, like research check, nice. um, to see if I can find any detail. A, a couple of questions that I have is, uh, what are the financial details of the donation to my mom's campaign? Okay. Um, what happened like before the donation came through? Like, if there was like a reason why she all of a sudden accepted, you know what I mean? Like maybe she had financial issues and something happened and that's why she had to take a huge donation and, and get in this situation. Okay. Um, and then the third is, what was my dad uh, booked for? All right. Um, you, you would spend quite a bit of time in the bathroom sort of looking at all of this thing. I will, I would say that you can probably get through one of those questions cool. in this moment. Otherwise, you were probably going to spend it's, the rest of this party in the bathroom. It's a lot. Yeah. So I'll shit. do, I'll keep it simple and I'll, okay. I just want to know what the like financial details of the donation are. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think this is an investigation. Okay. So just like date and price and any other details I can find. Gotcha. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. That's a uh, twenty-nine. Nice. A twenty-nine? Yeah, Hack I have into expertise. Those government files, baby. <laughs> what the fuck. Okay. Uh, cool. Um, yeah. So I think what you see is, you know, your mother has always sort of been in politics, but was like really sort of struggling to 
kind of get on the map was like always like sort of working for someone, working under someone, like working in the office uh, of the uh, embassy for a long time. Um, and then it seems as though like sort of a, not a like 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 a friendship sort of starts seemingly out of nowhere with um, Elijah Harper. Um, and they're just sort of photographed at different events together. Um, and that's like when you see the donations like coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what you notice is, and and then like and right when that starts happening, she really like sort of starts taking off in politics on, on Faye Crossing. But it does seem fishy to you. You kind of see what Cleo's getting at. It's like a lot of money is being like yeah. moved around. And you get the impression, I think, like, as you're putting things together, that it's not so much like she is, like, on their payroll Mm -hmm. as much as, like, she is, like, sort of being puppeted by them, Mm. in a sense. Like, you notice, like, her platform sort of changes into being, like, very congruent with Harper and Sons platform. She advocates for a lot of the things that Harper and Sons also wants. Um, and that was like really never a part of like what your mother stood for before. So it almost seems like they have like kind of like bought her in a way. Yeah. So she's like kind of in their pocket essentially. That's what the raw data is kind of telling you. That's like my implication. Right. Um, um, but you closed. also notice I think as you're looking at that, that was an incredible role, um, that after Elijah's assassination, the uh, payments don't stop. Mm. Hmm. So after the assassination, it's just still like consistent. Right. It didn't like dip or it didn't go higher. It's like- Seems to be exactly the same. Yeah. Okay. I wonder- are mm-hmm. we allowed to speculate back here in the? Oh, sure. I, I, I think eventually, I, eventually I'll tell. Time. Yeah, eventually I'll tell my friends when I leave the bathroom. Because I, I wonder. Bianca wonders. Hart wouldn't put this together, but Bianca wonders if there's like a connection between when when Hart saw Zelda leaving the box, super angry. If the if the requests have been changed, now that mm. ownership has changed hands. Because, like, if the money stays the same, why would she be upset with right. Ezekiel? Unless right. something spooky's going on. <laughs> okay, that's everything that I, I need. So I think eventually I'll, I'll leave the bathroom, I'll flush the toilet, even though I didn't use it, and then <laughs> wash my hands and go. Um, <laughs> yeah, you walk out uh, uh, and um, you see your friends, like, finishing up over at the head collective table. And I will say that you are all like sort of uh, united. Say, so did I did I miss some beef? Did I miss some shit? Well, we squashed it pretty expediently. I don't think we'll be seeing any more shenanigans from them. Fuck yeah, I, da- I dap up the group. We do a three way fist bump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> speaking of shenanigans, Rain, uh, it does yeah. seem like uh, one of your mothers has pimped out our transportation services to uh, perhaps move Cassandra Cross to Dungeon One. Hmm. Uh, to the stone is where to you To the stone, to excuse yes. me. So I relay all, all the information that you passed on to me, but I also say, like, I really, 
it, it pains me to say this, but until until I can have some sort of conversation with them, I think we should be very careful with um, how much access we give my mom to anything that we that we do. Affirmative. Agreed. Yeah, I ain't I ain't saying I took the job. I think um, I think my I think my mom's in trouble, and. For the longest time, I thought maybe she was doing all this stuff on purpose or because it was her, but I think I think she's in danger or she's in trouble. Um, and I don't necessarily have a way of fixing it right now, but I, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how we can, we can help her out. But I think the best thing that we can do for now is just to kind of keep, you know, everything that's really important to us close to our bests. Affirmative. I do think it is strange, and I sort of like glance around to make sure we're not being listened to. Um, can I make a oh. perception check? Yeah, go for it. Okay. We're at a soiree, you know? I just want to make sure we're not getting toasted. Um, 15. 15. Uh, you're not being listened to, uh, but I think what you clock right now, Hart, is that you three are like known quantities in this room. Like, as you're looking around, you see lots of people just, like, sort of looking over your direction, turning to people and whispering. Um, you see people, like, sort of flashing pictures in your direction. Like, you have all, like, sort of stood out, not only in the Hack Olympics, but just sort of in Fay Crossing in general. And, like, your presence is, like, always clocked in this room. Okay. Um, that definitely makes me uncomfortable, but I think mostly because Hart is just not used to being the center of attention in a, in, in any way, shape, or form. Um, but I will say very quietly to my friends, um, I think it is possible the job is more than what it seems. Ezekiel is very insistent on me staying behind, and I do not like the feeling that gives me. Yeah, and I don't think I necessarily like the feeling of... Uh what you may potentially be implicated in by taking responsibility for that club. Affirmative. I am worried. Are we in danger? And just as you say that, Hart, um, Dr. Lovehand, <laughs> like, comes up and, like, sort of puts, like, a hand on your shoulder um, and, like, leans into your group. So sorry to interrupt. I'm about to um, make an announcement, but I did want to mention really quickly that no matter how things sort of end up in the Hack Olympics... I'm interested in Donnie and Bertie uh, joining Feiyu. I think we can find a place for both of them there. Thank you. That is very Sweet. kind of you to offer. They're very bright young, um, bright young men, and I think there's a place for them at the university. Sure, yeah. If you'll submit a former, formal offer letter, we'll put it on the pile with the rest of them. Oh, well, I imagine they're going to be hot commodities once everything wraps up. I'm sure they're networking right now, but um, I just wanted to make the offer. Of course, the scholarship would come from Harper and Sons if you have a problem with that. But like my colleague said, like my colleague said, we'll consider it. Well, I should get going. And um, she uh, sort of like walks like towards the center of the room, and you see she just kind of like clears her voice, like like like. <clears throat> And, like, everyone kind of quiets down. It's very strange, uh, but everyone sort of, like, looks over immediately and uh, gets quiet. And um, she says, well, this has been an eventful season of the Hack Olympics. And first, I want to thank all of our competitors for their hard work, their dedication. 
Um, the people standing in this room, our hackers, so to speak, are the best of the best in the void. And what you do in the Hack Olympics makes all of our systems even stronger. Um, so we thank you. And everyone sort of starts to applause. applaud. And um, she says, now to announce the final round. Uh, we are going to do something a little unprecedented. For the first time in history, the final round of the Hack Olympics, three competitors will be accessing the AI confluence. You hear people like gasp. Oh my God. Oh my God! Whoa. I hear a small gasp from my glasses. <laughs> you do. Yeah, you do. The most powerful computer in the known universe, and you are going to attempt to extract a unit of data from it. Now, this is not going to be an easy task, and it has never been attempted. But we believe this is the strongest crop of engineers, scientists, hackers. The Void has ever seen. And we want to put our systems to the test. Should you accept it? Everyone drink up. Have a pleasant evening. And we will see you at the Burl Dome. And uh, people start um, applauding as uh, she steps away. Whoa. Um, question for you, Jules. Who, mm -hmm. who, who's sponsoring the Hack Olympics? Okay. Uh, the Hack Olympics is sponsored by the Galactic Council. So, like, uh, every um, council race, um, their embassies sort of um, sponsor it. Um, and that is, like, sort of also kind of who funds the AI confluence. Got it. So it's not, like, uh, uh, Harper and Sons money. No, no, no. Okay, got it. I don't like it. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Weird, I'm, weird I'm, indeed. I'm like, like heart is like thinking about like the AI. Like access to the AI confluence would be un, like has not even a thought that's ever crossed their mind that like that would be something that they could do, and it makes them and me extremely nervous that everybody in this room is also going to have access to that same information. And I turn to my friends and I say. I wonder what data they're having us extract and what it will be used for. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, th this is Carlos speaking. Mm. Rain Rain is scared of that kind of stuff. Like, I think, <laughs> like, the idea of, like, thesis and the whole AI confluence and that whole thing, like, kind of freaks Rain out. So the idea that, like, all these really talented hackers are going in to extract data for fun is not... It doesn't yeah. sit right with rain. What you know, that it isn't technically for fun, kind of like what uh, Dr. Lovehand was saying in yeah. her speech. What you all do in the Hack Olympics, they study, right? And it makes all of their systems stronger because of it. Right. Especially like the heist. Like those are actual ships that they use to transport data. Them studying how people break into them makes it easier for them to create even better ways to keep people out of them. Uh, I shoot a message to Xandar so that only Xandar can hear. And I say, you can't use those glasses in the event. Can I respond? <clears throat> right, with message I can respond? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say back, um, well, I'd really like to at least check in on uh, their insights to what we're dealing with, but I have a gut feeling that 
these glasses might want to stay as far away from this one for their own safety as they can. Yeah. Yeah, I just nod. Um, fuck. I think Orion will respond to that just to you, Xander, and be like, oh, no, I'm totally in. That sounds awesome. I'm in a little my freaked head, out that he heard. <laughs> in my head, but not as a message. I'm like trying to message Orion in my glasses. I'm getting confused yeah. with my modes of telecommunication. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in my head right away, my gut is like, sick. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's like the highest of the century. <laughs> what did I tell you, Xander? We're going to make the Hack Olympics out, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm like, absolutely, Rain. You're right. <laughs> I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> you see uh, one of the Harper & Sons uh, security officers uh, approaches with a small card and hands it to you, like a black card, and hands it to you, Hart. Um, and it looks like an invitation to Ezekiel's suite. The invitation is for one. Fuck. Damn. Okay. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, get closer to your mic. I can't hear you. Uh, I, I look at the card and I look at the guard and I say, um, I say, thank you. I appreciate this. Yeah, and he walks away. Uh, and <laughs> I, and I, and I eat it. Just kidding. Um, but I do, I do look at my team um, and I say, this could be a moment to get valuable information if we think that is something worth investigating. Yeah, I, I think. I think so, but maybe we should come up with some sort of, like, escape plan just in case things get really weird. Affirmative. My typical escape plan is to punch until everything is out of my way, but I suppose some finesse might be nice in this situation. Mm-hmm. We're in enough trouble as it is. So, are you go? Uh, now? Yeah. It's, like, oh. right now. Oh. Um, what is this like? Is this like assuming that we're leaving the party? Is this like the, end of uh, the, the party's party starting to wind down? The, okay. That was the big announcement of the evening. But before we leave the party, I want to check mm-hmm. in. Do we do uh, Hart and I know about the note that was passed from Dungeon Reform to Rain about your dad? I don't think so. Did, did I, I feel like I, I would have told you? I, I Rain's not the type to like keep a lot of that stuff to. Herself, I, th- I think. I think if if I hadn't said it, I would have relayed all that information to you. Okay, because I, I was going to say, if that is the case, I would like to before leaving the party move over, like just make a pit stop at the dungeon reform table and just mm-hmm. like shake hands and like glad hand with their team members and just be like a real you know uh, inspiring performance out there. You y'all are doing real great and like. Just like take the opportunity to make it look like I'm like really shaking hands with them to see if they want to like try to pass any other information or messages or anything. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, they definitely don't. They think you're being nice. Uh, no one has spoken to this team all night. They've been sitting in the corner, <laughs> just sort uh-huh. of. Been, like, we go talk to them. <laughs> I go, you go over I'll and shake their hands, and they seem like genuinely surprised. The guards sort of like tense up. They're like, "What, what the fuck is going on right now?" As you're like shaking hands, nobody tries to pass you a note, but they do seem like genuinely surprised that you came over. <laughs> Okay. Well, then, yeah, I just, like, put in my <laughs> respect where it's due. You know, a, a, yeah. a couple steps in the wrong place here or there, and, and them and I could be in, in opposite uh, places. So, Fair enough. Know, I, I respect the, I respect them and, and their performance. Um, Horace, like, shakes your hands. Uh, Sewer seems like the leader of their group. Uh, the one that passed the note to Rain in the first place and says, mm-hmm. I respect you coming over. Appreciate it. Yeah, good luck out there. Uh, we're going to need it. <laughs> We never made it this far before. We'll see what happens. Uh, can I? I want to ask Horace. Um, 
I say, hey, do you do you ever get like a, a moment of privacy or are these folks always following you around? Well, that's the thing about being incarcerated is uh, privacy is not exactly something you're entitled to any longer. If you win this whole tournament, what happens? You get to go free or you just go back? <laughs> uh, I just go back. But I don't think I'm going to be winning this competition. It's enough that we made it this far. Maybe uh, we could get some jobs once our sentences are over. Hmm. All right. Well, best of luck. Hopefully you and I get a chance to chat. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Cool. And I leave the table. All right. Um, anything else you guys want to do at this party? Honey uh, and Birdie are okay, right? I, I'm, I'm drunk. Let me roll it. I don't think I've rolled yeah. dice all night. <laughs> Yay! Roll those dice. It's a ten. They're drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Hell yeah. <laughs> they deserve it. Um, but you see, like, it seems like they've gotten, like, they have a lot of business cards. Like, this is definitely like a networking event. And, Hell yeah. like, you know, people have definitely, like, come up, like, taken an interest, especially as they are about the age to, like, start going to colleges and things like that. Yeah. Um, that, you know, it is impressive that they've done what they've done. Fayu is where um, Lucinda works, right? Correct. Okay, just making sure. That was my yeah. thought, but I, I didn't want to be wrong. Yeah. Does Tanyo hear anything? Oh, yes. Let's see. Um, I check in with Tanya. Yeah, I think this is going to be a check, though. Uh, uh, what, what do you want it to be? Uh, a spying check, so whatever that means. I guess <laughs> <laughs> like stealth, then. Yeah, let's call it a stealth check. Stealth check. Mm, that's pretty good. That's a uh, 17. Okay. Yeah, you see, like, on their way out, it looks like you know, Lucinda has um, gotten um, uh, Zelda's coat. Uh, it looks like they're getting ready to go. Um, you see uh, Dr. Lovehand, like, sort of come over and Lucinda sort of stop her and be like, we having a good night. I'd like to keep it that way. And uh, Dr. Lovehand sort of is like... I'm not here to cause any trouble. I just wanted a moment with the uh, counselor. And um, Zelda says, it's fine, Lucinda. I'll meet you at the car. And Lucinda sort of like sighs and like shakes her head and like walks away. And um, Dr. Lovehand leans in and um, says, your daughter is causing quite the stir. Is that going to interfere with your plans? And um, Zelda says... Why don't you let me... Oh, they have the same fucking voice. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> All um, women are that way. It's a Spider-Man Zelda meme. says, um, why don't you let me handle my daughter? And why don't you handle the boy? And um, Dr. Lovehand um, sort of like, you know, smiles and nods and says, your whole family has a future with us. You've secured that, Zelda. I want you to count on our support forever. And uh, Dr. Lovehand walks away. You see me like, okay, <laughs> so this really dramatic scene is happening. And every time I look through Tanya's eyes, my visor makes it look like I have like little raccoon, like digi eyes. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so like I have these like cartoonishly like little anime, you know, digital eyes, but I'm really serious. So it looks kind of ridiculous. And I turn them off and I look at my friends and I say, yeah, she's in big trouble. I think like anytime you, you two see the light on the eyes, you know that I'm yeah. spying through Tanya. For sure. Um, Hart, if you take this invitation, we will, um, 
conclude this evening with you in the Harper Apartments. Okay. Um, I'll ask my friends, is there anything in particular you'd like me to try to ask about? You would get one request each. Let me see. Ooh, I like this game. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, like, just what his opinion is of the whole situation with my mom or, like, his opinion of my mom. Gotcha. Would be nice to know. And just so you know, and this is for the group, um, I'm going to find vehicle later and be near the building. So if shit hits the fan, I'll be outside of the building just in case. Cool. Yeah, and I'd like to find out what kind of business went on with that club. With that what? Like if there's any more details about uh, like what happened with that Because cl- Ezekiel used to own the club, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just oh, like yeah. any, any more details about like how he obtained it or what he used to do with it or like what his relationship with it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. All right. All right, I'm going in. You are brought up to the penthouse suite of um, Harper Tower. Um, very elegant, sort of uh, uh, beautiful place. You've been here once before. This was where the incident occurred. Um, <laughs> yes. You are in a suite towards like the back of that compound. Um, you even recognize some of the areas you're brought through. That large like sort of garden terrace that overlooks the rest of the tree. Um, and you were brought to Ezekiel's private apartments. What you see is very odd, Hart. Even you being someone that is often on the outside, you recognize that this is not like sort of a normal room that you're looking in. You're sort of brought into a room that has been bisected in half. Um, the, where you're standing, there's like sort of like a a um, chair laid out and there's a table and the room is cut in half by like a glass screen. That motherfucker. <laughs> and then mm. you see the other half of the table is on the other side of the glass. And on the other side of the glass is what appears to be Ezekiel's like sort of living quarters, which are like very Spartan. Like only like bright white lights, like no pictures on the wall, no like posters. You see like just like a, a bed and um, kind of a complex looking like computer system. Mm-hmm. And really not much else. Um, Ezekiel like sort of sits on one side of that table that's like cut in half by the window and looks like he has like something that looks kind of like cereal, like some sort of like like fruit loops esque cereal. And um there's nothing on your side he knows you don't eat. And um there's also like a vase of flowers, the flowers also cut in half by this uh screen perfectly. And um, he's on the other side of the glass? He's on the other side of the glass, and he gets okay. up uh, out of the chair as you walk in. Um, and you hear his voice sort of coming through like a speaker, like filtered into your room. I'm glad you could join me. Thank you for inviting me. I am sorry you did not want to meet my friends, but I understand. Thank you for understanding. Please, have a seat. Okay, I sit down. This is so weird. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like taking like mental pictures. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? This is so strange. But I don't say that obviously because I'm polite. You don't require food, but is there anything I can get you to make you feel comfortable? Negative. I do not know if I experience comfort in the same way that you do. I find that fascinating. I wish I were like you. Why do you say that? You don't have to eat. You don't have to sleep. You can just... Do whatever you want for as long as you want. You don't ever have to feel pain if you don't want to. That is untrue. I do rest in the evenings 
and I can and have felt pain. But, yeah, I know, but Voidforge, you can, like, optimize yourselves, right? I've seen it happen before. You can change sort of your settings. You can make yourselves almost invincible. Almost. But I have seen in my experience that your kind can do the same thing as well. Well, that's what we're striving for. Or, anyway, I just envy you. Well, if it helps, I do not think I experience envy, but I am quite curious about your kind as well. I think Um, you are very fascinating. Pour some cereal into this bowl and pour some, like, uh, purple, like, sort of milky liquid into it. Mm, also just like milk. <laughs> takes like a mm-hmm. spoonful of sugar and dumps it on top of the cereal and just like takes like a big like sort of spoonful and starts like uh, crunching it. I had some questions, if that is all right. Oh, sure. I figure it might be a while until we are able to see each other again. I hope that's not true. Ezekiel, why did you gift me the club? Because, um, because I like you. A lot. And I wanted you to have it because you liked it. And if you were working with me, I would get you anything you wanted. What would we be working on? I think your area of interest lies in Voidforge studies and your religious sort of structures based off of your programming. And I think there's a lot of ground we could cover that would benefit humankind as well from that knowledge. That's where we could start. I do have questions about thesis and antithesis. I have the money to get you answers. Who else works with you? Harper and Sons employs millions of humans across all systems. Forgive me if this is forward, but I am not quite educated on your terms of employment jobs escape me i do not fully understand them oh you wouldn't have to worry about any of that we would get you a contract of course it would only be a formality that is very generous maybe there's a way for you to work with me and still be with your friends perhaps i do believe that would be as they say the best of both worlds yeah I could set you up with a direct line, maybe. And if you would submit to getting a procedure done, there are certain things we can do to ensure your safety. I don't feel good about getting a procedure. He doesn't know this about me, but that's actually like some trauma that Art has. Um, it's okay. I mean, he would know, but like he says procedure and like their first thought is is Patch, Dr. Yeah. Patch. Mm-hmm. And like Honestly, that yeah. Whole- situation um and uh it doesn't get like visibly uncomfortable because that doesn't really happen for voidforge but um but but sort of just like nods uh and then says um what i i'm worried about rain and her mother why they are motherhood is a concept that is um foreign to me but as we that's lucky it's boring and it's common not to me you're lucky for that, Hart. You don't need to be worried about that sort of thing. I worry for her because she is my friend. Well, what's wrong with her? I do not know. I am concerned that there is tension, but I do not know Zelda very well. Yeah, well, I know Zelda, and she's just annoying, all right? All she does is complain. About what? Just like, 
she likes to think that she's not like like she's not part of the problem, you know, and she's always like the first one to say that something's wrong, but she still doesn't have any problem except in, you know, we probably shouldn't talk about this unless this isn't no offense, but like, would you be willing to sign something? Like what? Well, just something that says like, whatever we talk about, you can't use against us. Not that you would. I wouldn't. But if it would make you feel comfortable. Um, he sort of like taps on the window in front of you and you see like, boom, uh, like, a, like a little like form NDA sort of appears in front of you with a signature line. Um, okay. Heart doesn't know what this means. Um, and it feels very much like one of those things where they're like, they're like, sure, whatever it takes, beep, beep, beep. And it's like, you know, when you're like, when someone tells you something and they're like, you can't tell anybody and you're like, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. But, and anybody <laughs> means, <laughs> nobody that knows you. Got it, got it, got it. Um, uh, but heart is like, um, heart says, okay. And then beep, beep, beep. I'll sign the contract. All right. And it disappears. Um, the hall winters have taken money from us for years. And it's only helped their family rise themselves out of, um, I don't know, wherever they came from. And they like to think that they're above it and above the causes of Harper and Sons, when really it is Harper and Sons that put them on the map in the first place. I see. And you inherited this business relationship from your brother? (laughs) My brother was dog shit at business. I'm in control here, Hart. I always have been. Affirmative. So is that, is it safe to assume then that you were the one to arrange the donations? I may have people do that sort of thing for me, but I do what needs to be done. But it would have been your idea. That's smart, isn't it? Sure, to get a voice on the council. Affirmative. To help spread your thoughts and ideas, correct? They're more than thoughts and ideas, Heart. It's the future. What is the future? A world where people don't have to worry about things like being mothers and fathers and eating and drinking and pissing and all the useless shit that we do. A world beyond being human. Something more. And if I have to do that through the guise of human supremacy as a means to an end, then I'll do it. I'll do whatever it takes. Affirmative. I think, if I may speak freely? That's what the form was for. I think a world in which that is our future is quite bleak, Ezekiel. I thought you'd understand. I do not see how you would think that. You do not know me. Um, he like drops his spoon. (laughs) And sort of um, looks like a little distraught as you say that. How could you say that? You do not ask many questions. And I do not believe I have shared my history with you. Okay. Okay, I'll ask questions. What do you want me to ask questions about? I do not know. I only have two other friends. You said you were on some sort of uh, ship or something, right? Affirmative. So tell me about that. I do not remember. Rain found me. And we became friends. Okay. It was nice. What did you and Rain do? We hung out. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we spent a lot of time on the ship together, just talking, and it was nice. 
Okay. I, I do well, not think we would have had as much fun as we did if we were not as different as we are. You know fun is a distraction, right? You don't need that. But I want it. I think that counts for something. We are different, you and I, in the things that we want and dream of. Your future looks much different than mine, and I think that is good. But a world in which you dictate what everyone does based on what you want, that doesn't leave room for improvement. It's not about what I want. Maybe you don't understand. But then, I'll just make it my job to show you. I don't like that. Weird. 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 He sort of gets up and he's like, the one thing that's always held humanity back from the elves and the dwarves and all that is just how long those fuckers live. But we're finding ways to combat that. Uh-oh. Okay. Ways cool. to step beyond the threshold of just our physical bodies and become something more. And then no one's going to hold humanity back. Affirmative. We'll be like you. Eternal. Can I show you something? <laughs> I was about to say something Hart would not have said. Affirmative, you may. He touches the window in front of you again, and you see it turns into sort of like a TV screen, and you see the void. Um, totally blacks out Ezekiel, too. Just like you just see the void in front of you. A propaganda video. Like, a camera sort of like pans, and you see just like all of these ships being built. Uh, countless ships like sort of being constructed. And on the side of all of these ships, you see written in big white letters, H-A-L. This is where it begins, Heart. This is the future. And that's where we'll stop. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Awesome. Wow. Um, good job, everyone. Oh, that was a longie. I'm sorry. Fuck. That was a longie, but it was, was a goodie. goodie. <laughs> um, Heart, if people... <laughs> No, I'm not, never mind. I was going to say something about longies and goodies, and it's bad. If you want to find us, where can they do that? <laughs> uh, you people want to show out. us something. If you want to show us something. Something long um, and good. Please <laughs> don't send us any, just, I don't, I'm going to start over. If you would like to reach us on Al Gore's internet, you can. You can find us on social media sites. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, Patreon, and our website at thepodhasbeencast.com. And you can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at thephbcast. And you can use all of those social media sites to tell your friends about us and to share all of your conspiracy theories on what you think is going down. Because I got to say, if you've got ideas, I want to hear them. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos, um, who do we have to thank for their bright ideas? Uh, we're going to say thank you to, uh, we've had some folks that have been shouting us out and sharing. Um, we've had, we have some new viewers or new listeners, I should say, um, that are listening to the first few episodes. So whoever is spreading the word, thank you so much for that. And please keep doing it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have some people that have been spreading the word, the gospel. Dare I say? Dare I say? You dare. Beginning. You dare. And those people are members of the patrons. These are beautiful, illustrious listeners like Jonathan Yatsky, Arlo Howard, Carl Oskatlin, Adrian, the bad boy of the internet, Olives, 
Todd Allworm, Michael Sepcott, Thomas Squires, Matt Hunter, Sam Weisman-Holler, Zach Schley, Zachary S. Zimball, Time Turner, Aaron Sillick, David Moreland, Thomas Boeing, Sarah Witherington, Elijah Sloan, Sarah Harrison, Jerrica Hookie, Hannah Beeler, Zelda S., Rhea Strong, Nick Bromley, and of course, my big brother Juan. Thank you, patrons, for your continued support. It is your support that keeps us able to do this beautiful, beautiful little podcast that we just have so much fun making Bianca, their brain, explode every week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you do, every time. Every time. Um, if you are not able to donate to our Patreon, uh, hop on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Or Spotify, where they also take five-star I don't think it's a review, but you mm-hmm. can do five stars. They don't take know. reviews with less stars than that, so. Oh, yeah. Well, so, you know, just, <laughs> hey, if there's a place to throw those stars, throw stars at us. Yeah. Please, Daddy, throw stars at me all night long. Oh. Um, There's only one place where my daddy lives. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's house. That's on Robert's corner. And he'll throw stars at you, too. All um, night. If you, if you... Uh, hey, corner pieces. If you if you buy a clock, make sure that you know that that means there's going to be a ticking noise in your apartment. Yep. <laughs> just wow. Gonna save anyone We're the same analog here, huh? Just gonna save anyone the same mistake I made in that uh, it's better to uh, not live with a constant ticking noise in your very lonely <laughs> one bedroom apartment. Uh-oh. Or maybe that ticking just makes it a little less lonely. Think of mm. that ticking as your your dear friend ticking away at you. <laughs> Yeah, or just a waste of a clock. So don't do that. Just think about it. <laughs> All right. Just think about your you make them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to look at my watch, which is tick, tick, ticking into the midnight hours. So I'm going to say it's a good night for now, y'all. Bye. Good night. Okay, bye.